Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Hello everyone, it's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast Weekly News Roundup. My name is Troy, and I'm joined by Aaron today. How are you, darling? NXT. 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 Oh, oh shit, I'm on the wrong podcast. Uh, wrong show, oh, mate. Fuck. I have to wait, wait until Wednesday for that level of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> How you getting on, man? Uh, I'm tired. I'm drained from Forbindor. Aye, me too. Uh, but... I have my fruit salad water. It's became that's, a thing now. That's your thing now, isn't it? It's my thing now. <laughs> you should write to them, mate, so you can get some sort of endorsement. Uh, I had to pay full price for a four-pack where one bottle was hanging out. I was disgusted. <laughs> yeah. uh, how, how much How much are they going for? Uh, I think it's like 150 for four bottles. Where'd you get it? Uh, Iceland. Iceland, right. There's an Iceland uh, at the road for me. I yeah, need to try this. Uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's all I've seen you drink in the last few weeks. Uh, it's sugar-free as well. Sugar-free. Yeah. Oh, don't drink too much, mate. You get the shits. <laughs> well, the stuff they put in sugar-free, sugar-free stuff. Is it called? Is it xylitol or something? Um. Basically, too much. Benzoate, sodium benzoate, um, potassium sorbate, and sucralose. Sweetener, all, sucralose. There you go. It always says it on sugar-free gum and sugar-free polos. Excessive consumption may cause laxative effects. But you should don't be, be drinking too much of that, mate. You shouldn't be consuming chewing gum anyway. No, it's, not. It sticks in your tummy. I know it does, but like yeah. just chewing it, like even the, the the stuff it gives off. Anyway, fuck it out. We're not all to talk about it about the. <laughs> that's about like you two po- the, that's two podcasts in a row. We've talked about fruit salad, fucking start. water at the very start. <laughs> forget the real reason that we're here and that's news that's wrestling news um i wouldn't say it's died down off the back of last week because obviously there's still a lot of stuff swirling around certainly within the wwe sphere um which we'll start off with so john laurinaitis was placed on administrative leave and replaced by bruce pritchard uh, bruce pritchard uh, fightful provided some backstage reaction to that uh, bruce in johnny ace out as head of talent relations in wwe Fightful can confirm that WWE talent were notified of the change with John John Laurinaitis placed on administrative leave from the roles uh, and Bruce Pritchard in the spot on an interim basis. The unanimous belief among those in the company we spoke to is that Johnny was as good as gone with several going as far to celebrate his impending departure. Um, however, the monkey's paw put a finger down for some time, and now one of the hand uh, one of the heads of creative is also charged with talent relations. Former and present uh, present talent alike chimed in, with one saying, "Vince only knows three people." As a joke to Johnny Ace and Bruce Pritchard being tasked with the roles, uh, another said that they'd had multiple texts from talent stating that there is a concern about Bruce heading uh, handling both sides. Because now if you want time off, you have to ask the person who is effectively your filter between creative and Vince McMahon. Uh, Laurinaitis was not at WWE Raw um, at the time of this article coming out, uh, which I imagine was last week uh, after we recorded. Uh, and several talents uh, are working on the assumption that they'll never have to do business with him again. Uh, the WWE's roster reaction to Bruce Pritchard taking over talent relations from Laurinaitis is seen as generally negative, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter. This is because Laurinaitis was seen as approachable, whilst Pritchard isn't. One person called the move scary. Right, right. Every time we do these news things that I'm in, these news podcasts, right, I feel like I end up ranting about something for... God knows how long. Go on, so mate. I, hang on, hang on. Let me go on too long. Let me right? just let me just get your soapbox for you. Right? And you can you can prop yourself up on that. Right, John Laurinaitis on administrative leave. That that's not leave. That's you're on your way. Go look for another job. Oh, right? yeah. we've we've all had jobs like that. We've gardening seen bosses. Leave, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's gardening yeah. leave. Uh, right. So there's that fact. Sorry, just bias lies. 
fake, fake lies, fake truth. <laughs> Aye, right. Anyway, and then replacing Bru- fucking Joel Laurinaitis with Bruce Pritchard. That's like having a smell of cat shit and getting a dog that's not house trained. <laughs> that's what that is. Right? Out, what an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. It's absolute. I don't understand. Cool, I get it. You have to replace them with somebody. You have to get someone in the talent relations spot. Why not have someone that everyone likes and trusts? And Like who? Jeff Jarrett? It could be anyone. Give someone else new a chance no. rather than the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. almost like everyone just under Vince is getting on a bit and probably are going to croak it in the next couple of years. <laughs> but that's it. It's almost like they've not got any of these new, fresh fucking... Jason, Jason Jordan, what's he up to? He's not. He's a producer in there somewhere. Why he not is? try boost someone? Yeah, Give yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They're not going to be good at their job until they get a chance, are they? <laughs> oh man, um, I've got a little bit here that was actually later on. It it should be nearer the top, so I'm going to move it up in our wee document. You can read right. that out next because that's that's equally as big news and and right. more positive, I think. Good. I, I can't see last time I was on this. I had to talk about Sasha and Naomi for 45 minutes, Troy. 45 minutes? 45 minutes I spoke about Naomi <laughs> and Sasha. Why? Because that's all it was that week was Sasha and Naomi. Oh, it was a slow week, was it? I had to, 45. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. According to a report from the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer. Uh, says Triple H has seemingly been given more power in WWE but the nature of which at the time is unknown on June 22nd Paul Levette um, had a meeting with talent and officials in Orlando he said he was back but didn't explain what he meant multiple people at the meeting noted him using the words I'm back uh, I bet he's better than ever eh? yeah <laughs> But he never made clear if he was back in charge of NXT or just back at work, uh, which he's been on for some time. He hadn't been back to Orlando. Uh, Levesque had been a long-time head of talent relations before being removed from the position quietly. Uh, There had been talk before any of this went down with Vince that Levesque was going to be back in a bigger role shortly. So this is likely not related to the investigation. Although the timing would indicate that Time of this move could be related in some form. He did indicate that there would be things changing, but could not go into detail on them just yet. I want I want to be positive about this. I want I want him to be back with NXT doing so properly. But nah. I'm, uh, you take that well out of context. Like him saying I'm back just could mean I'm back at work. Uh, I think a, a lot Triple of people... H and Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Again. No, we're not. He's not getting in the ring again, mate. He's been told he can't wrestle. Mate, I, I've been telling fucking Undertaker he can't wrestle for years and he still persists. <laughs> People have been telling Ric Flair that and he's been yeah. talking about his last match. More on that later. <laughs> he's got his last match coming up. Fuck me. <laughs> this is positive that at, at least, you know, don't know what uh, the context of I'm back means. Um but it is nice to hear that he is back in whatever capacity that is and that he's well and healthy. Um, obviously, he had quite the scare several months ago. Um, so this is positive news, uh, in, as I say, in whichever capacity it is. Um, we'll soon see uh, over the next coming weeks and months, hopefully, uh, as that develops. Uh, we'll, well continue to bring it up. Even if he just like pairs up with Sean and booking NXT and NXT UK. Mm-hmm. That, uh, Sean is in charge of it all just now. So. Yeah. 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 Fingers crossed. Uh, moving on. Uh, Rhea Ripley was pulled from Money in the Bank after suffering injuries to her teeth and brain. Dave Meltzer revealed she's expected back sooner rather than later, but is set to miss uh, the event of Money in the Bank, uh, which is. What is Money in the Bank? It's soon, isn't it? It's next week. Next week. Next week yeah. <clears throat> Next Sunday. Uh, probably watch that. I um I've got the day off, so I'm watching Sweet. it. Sweet, we'll watch it then. Um, uh, yeah, well, I don't know the nature. Obviously, it says 
uh, teeth and brain. I, I I don't know what's happened there. Did she like kneed herself in the head or something? She did knee herself in the face. Did she there actually? Was a, there was a slow mo of her kneeing herself in oh, the face. Oh Christ! Yeah. Just that's as nice. she just as she tries to like go under the ropes. Oh jeez! Oh, that sounds rough. I, I think I think her foot clips the bottom rope, so therefore when she goes, like her body just keeps going, but her knee can't go anywhere because her foot's mm. caught the rope. Oh, so right. she yeah, fully does headbutt her own knee. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. But uh, it's okay, because when she's back, she'll be on main event like the rest of the fucking judgment on. day. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Speedy recovery uh, to Rhea Ripley. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, Charlotte Flair has been advertised by the venue for the August 12th Smackdown. Link to speculation, Flair's return could come after SummerSlam. Uh, you might want to bring her back before because SummerSlam's looking a bit dry at the moment. It fucking is, isn't it? Oh, it's fucking dire. <laughs> the driest party of the summer. The driest, <laughs> part, <laughs> driest part of the summer. So dry that there's talks of the Undertaker showing up at SummerSlam. No, there's not. Yeah, you want a bet? You want a bet on big, that? Big, big John's coming back for the, the SummerSlam, right. isn't he? Is he, though? Oh, Is he in theory, surely? Right. Is it though? And he fought Reigns last year and it was dire because he couldn't actually do anything contract because his insurance is that ridiculous through the roof now. Really? Is that why? That, if you watched the Reigns and Cena match for last year, he doesn't actually do an awful lot. <laughs> like, it's a 10 minute match of just punching. Cena just taking and just headlocks, taking the, the softest bumps and rest holds. Yeah, it genuinely is. <laughs> it's an a rotter of a match, especially a especially for John Cena. Oh mate, <laughs> um, yeah. Why has Charlotte been off? She's not been injured. Was it because she, she got just married? got married? She just took time off. That was it. I, I think so. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I don't, Charlotte always gets a bit of a bad rep. Um, I've said my thoughts on it numerous occasions i think at the moment it feels like the, the women's division needs a bit of injection of uh of something I don't necessarily know if it's from charlotte flair there's there's plenty of other people um that could help to boost and elevate that division a bit more like hey like who eo shirai bring her up be nice yeah i but she'll probably get some generic slightly racist name but it's fine oh they'll rebrand oh what is she at the moment <laughs> The warrior of the sky. They'll give her something else. Naff, uh, they? Like the fucking, I, I don't know. But all that nonsense. The same as I do with Saray, like the fucking, what do they call her? The goddess of the, no, what was it? I can't remember. It's Naff, is my point. It'll be like, it'll be like Roofing from NXT where her name's like P. Permash or something like that. <laughs> so stupid like that. Ori Gami or some nonsense. Rufeng. Rufeng. Uh, Remember, where is Rufeng? Rufeng's on NXT level up, mate. Is he? <laughs> yes. Oh, mate, I might have to tune in then. My boy Rufeng. Um, yeah, I, I, I certainly feel like there's there's a few other people, uh, whether it be already on Raw, SmackDown or NXT that could give the, uh, the women's division a much needed injection of adrenaline and uh on something else but yeah don't, don't steal more nxt they've got a thin roster at the moment as it is <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is you could easily if they really wanted to put put the fucking fucking rocket boost pack thing on fucking what, what are Italia? they called? What Italia? are they called? No, what are they called? The r- rocket pack thing. Strap the rocket to them. Aye, that that's it. Aye. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> right. Oh. You can have Liv Morgan up there. Aye. You can have who else is on the go at the moment? Fucking hell, it's been a while. Naomi, <laughs> if they decide to bring her back. Shotzi. Shotzi. Uh, rather than jobbing her out to fucking Ronda or whatever she's doing at the moment, I can even tell you. No, it's Natalia and Ronda at the moment, isn't it? Oh, oh riveting. <laughs> oh. Two of your favourites, mate. Oh, aye, because Natalia needs to be getting that push, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I can't even tell you who's on the main roster anymore. It's nah. been that long. <laughs> put, 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 it's like, again, push someone. 
that's not had the chance yet. That's how Aye. you make stars. Aye. <laughs> it's no difficult. It isn't. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, dear old Davy Meltzer has reported uh, that Randy Orton is set to have back surgery and will be out for at least a few months. Now, uh, go on. He's the heavy favourite to win the Royal Rumble just now. Who is Orton? R- Randy Orton. Really? Yeah. Again? Yeah. Nah. I I don't think Orton's winning it. I, I think, don't Co- think, I think Cody's it. winning it. It's Cody. Or a surprise motherfucker from like Biggie. Yeah, I, I think Cody's returning quickly from injury, quicker than it quicker than expected. Expected in quotation marks. They want to give they want to give him that Triple H pop at the Rumble, don't they? When he came back, the Triple H pop, the John Cena pop, mm-hmm. the Edge pop. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually, I was going just to divert slightly. I was going That's through right. my hard drive earlier on. And uh, saw some of my folders, like backup of my phone, like photos and videos and stuff. Right. And I found all the videos from the Rumble when we went, specifically Edge's return when I was like, oh, oh, Goosebumps. chills, mate. Fucking chills. I mean, we don't good. like to go on about it, but me and Troy both were at that Royal Rumble live and in person. We've, we, only, we, me- we've only mentioned it once or twice. Yeah, we, we don't brag or anything, but it's fine. But yeah, speed of recovery to uh, to Randy Orton. I was saying to JD of the week when I think this initially broke. Um, he's one of those people that rarely has time off uh, through injury. Like he's always fairly fit. It's been quite a while since the last time he was off an extended. He, he rarely time. has time off. Yeah, yeah. In general, yeah. Um, you can tell he's missing as well. Like mm. they're really lackluster for. Top stars at the moment. Again, yeah. almost like you should start elevating new ones, but I digress. Um, <laughs> you've got Tommaso fucking Champa on your roster. Come no, on. You, you've got just Champa. Oh. <laughs> There's no Tommaso anymore. Okay, Ch- Champa's fault. It's, it's, that's okay. They're not changing <laughs> completely, haven't they? You, so. you, have, you have Nazi enthusiast Gunther. That's intercontinental. Nazi enthusiast. <laughs> it's not Nazi enthusiast. You can't say that. You you yeah. boat commander, Gunther. Wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, to open the June twenty third. I don't know why I said that was such pizzazz. Don't open there. the June twenty third. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the NXT review coming out, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, to open the June 23rd episode of NXT UK, it was announced that Ashton Smith ruptured a, a medical cruciate ligament. Uh, medical? Medial. Medial. Medial cruciate ligament and needs surgery. And as a result of his injury, he and Oliver Clark are vacated the NXT UK tag team titles, which they won on the June 2nd episode of NXT UK. Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen won the NXT UK tag team titles later in the show. I'm going to say it once. I'm, well, I'm not going to say it once because I've said it more than once already. NXT UK is the developmental's developmental. I okay, tell you. Hell. Stop uh, it. This just says it all. Don't, eh? don't be so rude. <laughs> it's not the developmental developmental. It's the developmental's developmental. Fucking okay, hell. Mate, how many times in the past couple of weeks of the NXT 2.0 stars, in quotation marks again, uh, went over to the UK and just beat some talent from the UK? Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be the guy. <laughs> it's a shame, if, if that is the way you look at it, because the NXT UK roster is it's better stacked. than the NXT yeah. roster. It's stacked. I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm, mm. No, I, I, I get you. It's a shame how they've booked NXT UK. Mm. We haven't watched it for quite a while, and I'm I'm a bit gutted because it was it was one thing that I was always like, if I'm watching anything WWE that I genuinely enjoy from start to finish, it was always NXT UK, and just life gets in the way and and, and time and stuff like that. So it's it's difficult to keep up with all of this, but we will try yeah. and get back on reviewing that because it was yeah. it was an easy hour of wrestling to watch every week, and uh, yeah. as you say, it's it's a great roster. So obviously, it's a case of. 
it's not as exciting as what maybe once used to be. Maybe mm. that's why people have fallen out of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's a shame for it is the UK. But mm. that's Vinnie Mac for you. <laughs> uh, we'll move on. We'll stick with some uh, NXT news. Um Eo Shirai and Zoe Stark are expected back from injury relatively soon, according to the Wrestling, uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter. Um, they could, I assume, just team together and go for the tag titles. Yeah, they could. I mean, the tag division is sorely lacking on both NXT yeah, and have main roster. Two teams and a third that literally got put together a week or two ago yeah <laughs> saying that like i'd like to see Io Shirai as a singles competitor again i'd like to see her have another run with the women's championship the the nxc women's championship or go to main roster um and do something there but as we said earlier you know, uh, the fear that they'll they'll ruin her a little bit they'll rein her in they'll be like you can't be doing those fucking there's moonsaults and dives and stuff. Yeah, but then, Troy, you're not going to watch main roster, so you're going to miss her if she mm. does go to main roster. Uh, I've been given very little reason to watch main roster at the no, moment. No, I, I, yeah. Very, like, as soon as someone little. gets called up, it doesn't intrigue me to look. Mm. The, the only thing that's intrigued me this year to keep an eye on something on main roster is Cody. Yeah. And now he's injured. Yeah. <laughs> fine i didn't need to watch it again until like january anyway yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll get around to it i know ryan watches it like well more than any of us in Um, the background in the background in the background (laughs) bunny ears yeah of course you do uh um but yeah that's it's it's good to hear that that those two are hopefully on their way back fairly soon um because they're both very good they're both very very competent and what they do They'll yeah. help out the younger ones as well. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, uh, Absolutely. There's, yeah. Aye. Uh, more NXT news. Solo Sokoa told BT Sport that WWE considered putting on with his brothers the Usos on SmackDown, but he wanted to establish his own identity, so they put him on NXT instead. Good, because Good. If, he was, if he was with the Bloodline, I can probably put a tenner and tenor bear that you'd just be jobbed out constantly. You'd be yeah. the one that loses. He'd be the, the one day. that took the pin all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, so, they. Uh, well, they are obviously allowing him to to establish his own character on on two point uh, We watch it weekly, and we've we've seen that evolve yeah. over the last few months. Um, he is very good. Really, really enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah, I think it's only a matter of time before. He gets put in as part of the bloodline. I'm fairly sure even there was a quote from Rikishi last week saying it's it's almost a guarantee to happen. Just yeah. a matter uh, of when. They keep mentioning the bloodline now on NXT when Sokoa's on. Exactly. Like they're pushing for it anyway, yeah. or yeah. they're planting the seeds. So I feel like he gets a run with the NXT Championship before he goes up. I'd, I wouldn't be against seeing him be the one that takes it off Bron Breaker. I can't see it. What, him having to run with it or him beating Bron? Just him being NXT champion. <clears throat> I think it would be North American, if anything. Reckon. Yeah. Okay. I just can't. I can't see him taking it off Bron or then taking it off whichever naughty heel, Grayson Waller, probably. Naughty heel. Naughty heel. <laughs> Didgerie dickhead. Didgerie dickhead. Yeah. yeah. For uh, those that don't get that reference, give our NXT episode uh, a, a listen to a review of that every week. Yeah. It's 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 an experience. <laughs> put it this way: you don't have to watch NXT to enjoy what we put out for that review every week. Yeah, I mean, we... there's something for every... it's it's a variety show, isn't it? Let's call it that. I, I think everyone that we know that listens to that podcast doesn't watch doesn't NXT. watch NXT. <laughs> they just get it through us and it's yeah. more it's more entertaining that way. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, last bit of WWE news before we wrap up uh, that section. WrestleVotes tweeted, uh, aside from the obvious business boost, I'm told the return of John Cena is as exciting for the locker room as it is for the fans. Cena is viewed as the ultimate leader with his positive presence felt throughout the company when he's around. I mean, oh. he's, a, he's a good egg, isn't he? He's John, John Cena. John Cena, he's just... He's just a top, top lad. Do you remember he's a top shagger as well? Yeah, he is, pal. Yeah, he is, aye. <laughs> aye, aye. Um, do you remember back in the day when everyone hated his guts? Aye, I do. <laughs> and then about 2017, I think it was, rolled around, he had that feud with Roman Reigns. Mm. And then he just like put Roman Reigns in his place on the mic and oh. everyone just fell oh. in love with him. yeah. You forget, well, no, actually, you don't forget, but <clears throat> you're reminded of just how good, like, his his mic skills are, his um, remarks, responses, rebuttals, what have you. Um, and whilst he might not be the most exciting wrestler to watch, like, he yeah. can tell a good story, he can build a story, he can build a story out of very little. Um I think he's it's just, yeah, he just always comes across a nice guy, like sort of in front of the fans and <clears throat> various conferences and, and discussions he's doing and the, the Make-A-Wish stuff, all of that. So, um, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm, I'm excited to see him back, however long that might be for. What, what's, what's your favourite John Cena match, Troy? Favourite John Cena match? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> him and Styles, I really enjoyed from... Yeah. Was it from the Rumble? No, it wasn't the Rumble. Or was it? Was it Backlash? Backlash was a triple... F- no, what? yeah. Bat- Backlash. No, Mercy was a triple threat with Dean Ambrose in it as well. Oh, I yeah. That was that one. Um, wow. Cena and Styles oh, went, like, there was three of them. Rumble yeah. was a big one. Rumble was the... The one where he beat him. The one where yeah. he beat him for the belt to, to equal Flair's record. Yeah. yeah. Rumble 17, I think it was. 18. Yeah, 17 or 18. Yeah. Yeah, that's up there. That was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, Cena against Rusev at Mania. Aye, 32. Aye. <clears throat> Obviously, Firefly Funhouse wasn't a match, but you've got to imagine that he had something to do with the kind of the, the narrative, the storytelling there. Obviously, yeah. it's very much Bray's idea, but that was fun. Um, and then you go even further back, I'd say maybe uh, his whole feud with JBL was yeah. very good. Uh, they had, was it a false count anywhere or an I quit? What was it? With who? Uh, with JBL. Oh, the I quit match. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. Um, um Shout out to him and Umaga for Rumble 2007 last mm. month the match. Oh, yeah. Uh, and my favourite Cena match, the WrestleMania 23 with Shawn Michaels. Oh, fuck yeah. Not, not, you've got the hour long match a mm. couple of weeks after as well. Is that the one that was on, on Raw? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the UK, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Banging. Yeah, I'd say John Cena, top, top lad. Uh, that's some lovely positive. Uh, news and discussion to end WWE uh, segment on, considering we started oh so negatively. Um, he, he got stabbed in a nightclub by a guy called Jesus by Carlito. He did, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> sh- shoot stabbed. Shoot stabbed in a nightclub. <laughs> uh, right, that's everything for WWE. Let's go on to some AEW, shall we, mate? Yeah, baby. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli debuted at AWX New Japan for Bindor. Uh, Fightful Selectors learned that the terms of the deal were set to be long term, though we're not sure if Penn was put to paper yet. Claudio had been training at Flatbacks in Orlando to prepare for his return. AEW had already prepared merchandise and promotional materials for the incoming Claudio. Also, he is seen backstage throughout the night. In addition, Fightful Select was told these weren't the original plans for his debut. Interesting. Uh, well, uh, obviously, <clears throat> Double Daniels ain't getting injured. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that's what changed that. Because if you watch Forbidden Door, you have him in the match versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. when he debuts. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes out at the end of the night. 
Mm-hmm. It's like we've already seen him. It's not really a yeah, he's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end of the show, when we've already had him for twenty minutes, then I imagine. Match. I imagine that was probably how they were going to debut That's, him. He was just going to show up at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see him now. Like he's he's awesome. Uh, he's very very good. Um, what they do with him there, I don't know. I fear, like, I mean, it, he's in a good space in that he's been put straight away into that Blackpool Combat Club, which I think is a really, really cool faction. It's a really cool idea. Um, but what does he do there? Knocks people the fuck out, uppercuts them to fuck, <laughs> uh, spins them round and round, goes <laughs> constantly. You know, the, the good old Claudio shtick. what i mean is like more so in regards to he's never going to be a world champion there is he no there's too many far bigger names to get through before so exactly and that's the thing where where does he sit do they put him in a tag team do they have him around the tnt do they have him in the mid-atlantic or all atlantic mid-atlantic whatever it is i'd put him in the atlantic title yeah. constantly get him to travel the world with it. yeah because i think that's the premise of that belt is to travel You're to other companies champion. yeah go to other companies defend it in other companies yeah yeah I, i'd i'd give him that hmm. that's probably what he wants to do to be honest yeah it? yeah yeah so no it was awesome to see him there <clears throat> um i know technical stuff isn't quite your shtick um but for for those people uh that it is and if you haven't seen it uh, I'd go and watch his match with Zack Sabre Jr. Um, just don't go watch the whole show in that. Or just go to the match on its own. Because if you just keep it where it is normally, you'll just, I'll, I'll be draining. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine the first like five, ten minutes of it. And then a bit uh, much. it was a bit much for me. I did say like, I, it must have gone, it felt like it went about 20 minutes. It felt like, 20 minutes. Ed. Yeah. I was like, mm, it, it feels like they could have capped a little bit this off, but it, it was good. And as I say, it's just awesome to see him back in a ring. Uh, his ring gear looks really cool. He looks in ridiculous shape. He's growing himself a wee beard as well. So yeah, really good to see Claudio back. Um, so yeah, that was that was at Forbidden Door. Uh, check it out if you haven't already. Uh, um, and listen to our AEW podcast this week once it's out. And aye, you'll hear more it. about it. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Aye. Um, next up, uh, according to Fightful Select, uh, there are some under the radar per appearance agreements that have expired this year, but they have yet to become public. There is no indication of who the wrestlers might be. There's probably a lot of dark and talent in Dragon. that. It'll be all dark talent, I'd assume. Because there's no, a lot of there's them no on big, page for appearance, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, there's no bigger names that are on a paid for appearance contracts. Mm. All your smaller names are. Mm. So yeah. I, I assume like your people like Warhorse and all the ones that Willow Nightingale and all them lot are. So Willow Nightingale not. Ring of Honor, or is she just like an independent contractor? She was Ring of Honor, <coughs> but I assume she's independent now since it closed. Well, no, but th- didn't they absorb a lot of the contracts when AEW brought them out? A lot of them got terminated as well, though, before it got bought. Uh, yeah. Okay. You got to bear in mind there was a gap where Ring of Honor. It's in limbo, wasn't it, essentially? It was in limbo, so a yeah, lot yeah. of contracts got cut. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, yeah, we'll see who that is, I'm sure. Um, as they happen, but yeah, to your point, I imagine it's it's a lot of those talents you see on dark, dark elevations. So, yeah. Uh, speaking during AEW New Japan Forbidden Door post-show scrum, Tony Khan commented on wanting to work with Stardom. Fucking do it! That was what it was lacking. There was one women's match on the whole card, and that and was that didn't need to be there. Didn't need to be there. Wasn't a great match. It was, it was literally only there because they're women. Yeah, That's and th- th- that was the whole point. Like I was saying, I was like, "Where's the crossover?" Like, oh, well, Tony Storm used to wrestle in Stardom. Oh, but she doesn't now, does she? <laughs> but it's isn't it the whole kind of weird, not relationship, but the 
how New Japan and Stardom work. Like they're that, <laughs> they parent companies or something. Do you want? Do you want to know that's what this that's that saying's the same as? That's like going, oh yeah, we had um, AJ Styles versus John Cena, but they partnered with New Japan because AJ Styles was the world champ in New Japan for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't exactly. work like that. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> exactly. The thing yeah. is, like they've. They've been clambering and, and talking about this whole forbidden door and this crossover thing for for a fair while. It was always speculated that it would eventually happen. Like, surely you, you get stardom in that conversation as well. Like when All it takes when, is one stardom wrestler yeah. to fight Thunder Rosa. Like when when the most common gripe around AEW's product is the or lack of emphasis on the women's division, and it's getting better. It is like I'm not going to bad mouth it, but that is for someone like me that doesn't watch it regularly. That is one common gripe that I hear from, from other people is that the women's division still is a bit meh. When you, when you know that as the owner, the promoter or whatever, you should be actively like reaching out to promotions like stardom when you're doing this big crossover event, because it's easier to get, well, I say easier. I'm not in the biz. I don't know how it works, but Surely it's easier to get that New Japan kind of thing going. Like you've already had it for a while. You've had people come back and forth. You've mentioned them frequently for the last like year or two anyway. But putting the emphasis on the women's division, getting those conversations early with like your organization organizations like stardom, like that should be the, the priority there and your focus. So I would hope that they do something, whether it's at the next Forbidden Door event, which it sounds like they may be doing it as a regular thing, like a, a one a, yearly annual, uh, annual event right. and whether or not they then include stardom as part of that or if they have a dedicated well like, new japan done it with ring of honor once a year every single year where uh war 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 worlds war something like that but what their crossover show yeah they they had like a two-day event every weekend once a year oh okay and it was New Japan and Ring of Honor, and it was fantastic every yeah. year. Nice. So it is doable. They did it with Ring of Honor mm-hmm. in New Japan, so there's no reason why AEW and New Japan can't yeah. do it. So. Um, there is actually a quote on this. But it's it's separated on the document, but if you want to, yeah. want to continue uh, with that. So on, on the scrum, speaking about wanting to work with Stardom, uh, I was interested in using Stardom. Obviously, they have a close relationship with New Japan. And all the wrestlers from Stardom were pretty much booked and they didn't have visas. It was a big obstacle. There's definitely potential there. Certainly, Tony is one of the hottest and rising stars in AEW since she arrived in AEW. I thought it made great sense because she's been a champion in Japan. Has great experience at Stardom and someone who has been on our TV. It was a great match we could build to. Uh, not with just two weeks build, you can't, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> It was not a blood rivalry. It was forged in mutual respect and fought it with honour. It was a great wrestling match and it was cool. I thought Tony was the perfect choice given who was on our TV, who was pushed. And knowing that, while it would have been another challenge in addition to many other challenges, to take people from stardom and give them over on our TV. Uh, would it have been possible to do it? Absolutely. But availability is the greatest ability of all in this business and most businesses. In this case, there was no availability. Tony, for many reasons, was a great choice and they had a great match. So it's interesting that we we discussed the whole, oh, well, why weren't a silent wrestler, surely? It couldn't have been that difficult. And then we hear the reason why. So availability. Um, yeah, it's it's a massive shame that, that they, they couldn't get anyone over for it. But... <clears throat> I get it when there's been two weeks build for this whole thing, pretty much. And not a lot of people are going to be familiar with stardom wrestlers. I imagine not to the same extent as they are the guys in new Japan. Oh, no. You'd need more than two weeks kind of build to get a couple of those people over for the, for a match. So I don't know. We'll see, but it, it sounds like they want it to happen. So yeah. that's positive. We'll see. Right, it took it took New Japan years to even get a stardom match on the pre-show of Wrestle Kingdom once mm, a year. Mm. Like so, get give it time. I will get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, move on. Uh, B 
big chunky bit of news here. Uh, basically, all around some injury updates on AEW talent. Uh, Fightful gave some updates about this. Um, they've been battling the injury bug as of late. Uh, in addition to numerous top stars that they had already uh, been reporting as being sidelined, there are now a couple of more that are out of action. Lee Johnson hasn't wrestled since early May and likely won't for the remainder of the summer. It was confirmed to Fightful on Monday that Johnson has been battling a knee injury and will be out of action for the next few months at least. Matt Hardy was also banged up after his AAA triple, uh, triple Mania match. We're told that he had some major swelling on his knee, but haven't heard if there's any update uh, or about the severity. Um, in addition, Fightful reported a couple of weeks back that Brian Danielson was out of action uh, due to an injury. Wrestling Observer reported uh, that he wasn't medically cleared as of last week, and they've not heard any definitive stance on him uh, ahead of his segment uh, this past week on Dynamite. Um, in addition uh, to that, uh, Darius Martin, um, an AEW source, told Fightful, uh, hopefully they could get him back by the end of 2022, but that's hardly a guarantee. Buddy Matthews has revealed on his Instagram that he's dealing with an injury that limits his shoulder movements. Uh, in that post, you can see he's clearly continuing to work out um, and there were no specifics regarding the extent of the injury or how the injury happened or whether or not he would be taking any time off because of the injury. Uh, on Wednesday's AEW Dynamite, it was announced that Red Velvet is currently sidelined with an injury. Details of the injury were not given, uh, and it's unknown when she'll return to the ring. Velvet last wrestled on the 10th of June episode of Rampage, where she lost to Chris Statlander. Fightful Select reported after the show, Velvet may have been banged up following the Dynamite and Rampage um, did she not, episodes. Did she not do a dive where she went like head first into the floor? Oh, Christ, really? I'm sure there was a dive she done, and it was nasty against Chris Statlander. I might be wrong, but I'm, I vaguely remember it. So. Mm -hmm. uh, she was being carted around after the show. Uh, Mike Johnson at PW Insider reports that Sky Blue is also sidelined with injury. Details haven't been given, and it's also unknown when she'll return to competition. Uh, she last wrestled on the 7th of June episode of AEW Dark, where she lost to Marina Shafir. Uh, the Bunny, uh, formerly known as Ali, has revealed she is currently out of action with an injury. Uh, after a fan asked why she hadn't been on AW television on Twitter, the Bunny replied, I'm injured right now, but I'll be back in the ring once I'm all healed up. Tony Khan also revealed on AEW Unrestricted that both members of Red Dragon are dealing with injuries. Carlo Riley getting taken out by Sting. Um, as a real life legitimate injury and Carl uh, is out and they're not sure how long that'll be for, um, but it's a big loss um, and they weren't expecting it. Um, he'd been on fire for the company. It's a big deal to lose Carl O'Reilly uh, with Fish and O'Reilly being out. Fish uh, has had a great main event with Darby Allen on Rampage. Uh, and that's another big loss for the company. Fish we expect back sooner from the ankle injury than O'Reilly with his injuries. Uh, neither one is available uh, or were available for <clears throat> Forbidden Door. Uh, Carl O'Reilly, uh, they hope to get back soon. Bobby Fish, uh, he said, I know, is going to be back soon. Um, Wrestling Observer's Brian Alvarez uh, has also reported that Cole is believed to have suffered a concussion uh, at Forbidden Door, uh, which would explain the, the frantic uh, finish to the match. Yeah. Uh, I thought the uh, referee had kind of messed up the count on it. but um, Well... I'll quickly gloss over from what I understand what happened is Adam Cole was meant to take the Rainmaker of he got spun round obviously with the concussion, yeah. his legs must have gave way and it just missed but they acted like he took it yeah. and I, essentially they went with the ending that was planned mm -hmm. except Adam just Cole didn't take the move yeah, except Adam Cole tried to kick out, but I think because of the concussion, mm. he was all over the place and didn't know what was happening. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't meant to attempt to kick out, but he right. did. I see. So that's what I think's happened there. Because you so, notice when the ref was counting, he did the third tried one on to, him, didn't he? And he tried yeah. to, yeah. But um, yeah, that doesn't sound good. So, um, from, from, right. from what I can gather, that's how it was meant to finish anyway. Mm. Just without the awkward kick out from Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah. And the Raymaker getting hit. Yeah. Fingers crossed, uh, hopefully, uh, he's back with us uh, fairly soon. Speedy recovery to Adam Cole. Uh, and everyone on that injury list 
yeah. um, that ever-growing injury list it seems like this will be probably the yeah the first time that they've had proper struggles with injuries so mm. we'll see how they work around it yeah absolutely uh, during AEW in New Japan's Forbidden Door all elite wrestling officially announced that 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 day sorry my bad we'll head back to um the Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens New York on Wednesday for Grand Slam uh, a dynamite edition of Grand Slam and a rampage just like last year nice uh, so odds are instead of the three hours you have you'll get I think it was five last year five hours yeah it was <clears throat> uh, dynamite was pushed if three hours was it not Rampage wasn't about last time, was it? Yeah, it was. Because there was a two-hour show of the Rampage. Oh, okay. I, mean, I think it was just two hours each, actually. But it was it was more wrestling because it was mm. Grand Slam. And the main event was Omega and Danielson. Yeah. It was Danielson's first match, which lasted... Is that the 60-minute draw? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's banging. why it gave it more time. Yeah, that was banging. That was awesome. It wasn't 60 minutes. It was half an hour, I think. What was the 60-minute one? Was that him and... Hangman. Him and Hangman, yeah. 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 Sweet. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. Uh, September 21st, uh, AEW Grand Slam. Um, last couple of bits of AEW news before we wrap up that section. Uh, Tony Khan confirmed that Ring of Honor will hold its next pay-per-view event, Death Before Dishonor, on July the 23rd from uh, Songa Center in Lowell, Massachusetts. Sweet. More yeah. Ring of Honor stuff. I'm chuffed. Give it a weekly show again. Yeah. That's yeah. what we need for build-up for Ring of Honor shows. Mm-hmm. Get more emotional interest in it, not yeah, just here's a card with good wrestlers on it. Like, whilst give I know it's going to be good, like, give me a little bit of build to it. I don't want to see just good wrestling matches. Yeah. I want some narrative behind it. Yeah. That's, what, get, that's what gets you invested. Aye. Uh, next up, uh, last bit of AEW news. Fightful also reports Orange Cassidy's theme song will soon change. AEW supposedly licensed Jefferson Starship's Jane, which you frequently used on Indies to replace the Pixies' Where Is My Mind? I don't know that Jefferson Starship song. I um, pass. I could not tell you. No. I'll, uh, I'll check it out. Might even ch- for, for the Jacks listeners, I might even chuck it on in yeah. this, this little gap in between... Uh, AEW and rest of the world. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Like we know Tony Khan loves fucking licensing all sorts of music. Um, however, they have also got Mikey Ruckus who makes some bangers. So there's that. Uh, that's all of AEW news anyway. Uh, let's move on to the rest of the world. Uh, we'll start with some New Japan news first. At the end of the June 21st New Japan Road event, Kushida made his return to the company, confronting the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, uh, Taiji Ishimori. Ishimori had just successfully defended his title against Hiromu Takahashi in the main event. New Japan announced that Kushida will return to a New Japan ring on July the 3rd as part of the promotion's New Japan Road Tour, and he will team with Hiroshi Tanahashi and Alex Zane to take on Kenta, who is making his own ring return, uh, Taiji Ishimori and Gado. Sweet. I'm glad to see Kushida back in New Japan. Kushida, I cannot wait to see just be a star again. Yeah. Because yeah. you know for a fact he's going to be up there fighting Ishimori and Takahashi constantly for that junior heavyweight title. Yeah. on bangers as well. I'm pretty sure Kushida is what, top three for most reigns or something with yeah. the title? Yeah, I think so. He, he's de- he's just behind Liger. Well, he's not. Liger's miles ahead, but I'm sure <laughs> no, he's second no or third. No one's catching Liger. <laughs> yeah, he's second or third, if I remember rightly. Yeah. So that's um, it gives me more invest for the WCPW World Cup winner, the only <laughs> World Cup winner. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he's awesome, man. He got, I feel like he got a bit of a rough deal when he went to WWE. They just it, didn't quite know what to do with him, did they? He he started off well with 
NXT black and gold, but then as soon as mm. 2.0 came about, that was it. Mm. Like most people. Yeah. About where he belongs in New Japan. Good news. Good stuff. Right. Next up, a former Progress Women's Champ and current Impact Wrestling knockout, uh, Giselle. Giselle? Giselle. Giselle Shaw, and now she is transgender. Awesome. Very, very, very uh, brave of her to come out and, and, and announce that. on Just on live TV, it's just on like a like a sort of good morning good breakfast morning. show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, re- really, really proud to to hear that she's comfortable enough to to announce that and and share it with the world, certainly during Pride Month as well. Um uh, yeah, just such an ov- overwhelming like positive response from all corners of the of the wrestling community, which is really yeah. nice. You've also got that dingy corner on Twitter, but you don't Yeah, we don't worry about that bit. Um <laughs> and also she's already pushed, she's also proven that she's good like don't change anything just because it's been announced exactly there's no reason to yeah yeah no she's ace she's lovely as well we met her at uh the progress show uh last month um just an all-round good egg really really good so um yeah she got a, a standing ovation as well like after she uh lost her match to to kanji for the the progress women's championship so I wouldn't be surprised if we see her uh, back there again sometime soon. But uh, yeah, really, really proud. Really, really, really proud. What we got next? Terminus has announced that Terminus 3 will be held on July the 21st from the Oasis Centre in Atlanta, Georgia. That, um, that's, that's more of a you thing than a me thing, that. Yeah, the, the Terminus shows are uh, they're good. Um, as I say, that one's Terminus 3. Been a couple beforehand. Um it's for for a lot of people that are a fan of the the whole pure rules, um, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, if that's your thing, uh, it's very much up your alley. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, I, I think the first two are on fight, possibly. Yeah, yeah, they are. I'm yeah. sure they are. Uh, basically, Jonathan Gresham's the main man. Yeah, is all you've got to say to Jonathan really Gresham and... tell you about it. Who's the other guy? He does it with Gresham and. Uh... Pass. I, just oh, I forgot his name. Yeah, it's just two of them. But yeah, check that out. Um, it will be good. What we got next, mate? Uh, next up, Progress Wrestling announced the participants of the Thunder Bastard match at 24 uh, 7. The announcement of participants are uh, Gene Money, Robbie X, Dean Allmark, Axel Tischer, uh, Kid Lycos, Man Like Doris, and Top Tory Piece of Shit. Spencer V. I'm going to assume that Jay wrote that. You can tell that. Jay wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll assume that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm going to that. Got my tickets as soon as they went on sale. I mean, the fact that I know all but one of them it sort of shows, and I'm not a big progress man, so... Mm. Who don't, who don't you know in there? Dean Allmark. Okay, so fair enough. I, I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. But I know everyone else. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, if you've not been to a pro, well, you, but anyone listening as well, if, if you've not had a chance to go to a progress show, um, I implore you to do so. They are just exceptional. It's, it's really rekindled my love and, and passion for professional wrestling um, over the last six to eight months since going to those shows. Um, they tend to mainly do their stuff in London. Uh, they are doing uh, the Deadly Viper Tour later this year, which I think is across September and October, possibly, uh, where they're spanning out of London. Uh, they're doing Sheffield, Newcastle, Birmingham, Manchester. Uh, I feel like there's probably one more that I'm missing off. Um, but yeah, as I say, if you get a chance, do go and see a progress show. Um, we'll keep with uh, some some UK-based promotions. Uh, a new uh, promotion, Coliseum Pro, uh, one that I'm going to be doing some work with uh, over the next few shows. Uh, I've announced three more matches for their debut show at Conway Hall in London on July the 16th. Um, those matches are Aurora Tevez versus Regina Rosendahl, Kira Comera versus Ronnie Knox, and the team of Doug Williams and Joel Redman uh, against Leighton Buzzard and Theodorus. Um, Getting some of that Scottish talent in there. Aye. Leighton Buzzard and Theodorus. Fucking hell. Didn't uh, Leighton Buzzard win the... Square go. Square go this year. So he holds a briefcase for the square go, yeah. Nice. Definitely. I was at that show live and it was fantastic. 
good lad. Uh, yeah, um, Coliseum Pro, they're, they're, they're going to be big. They're, they're going to be uh, they're going to be putting on some some big shows over the, the coming months. Um, so do check them out. Um, and yeah, as I say, that's three more matches on top of what's already a, a big stacked card. Uh, so do go and check them out. What we got next? More uh, local promotions. Liverpool promotion is is that their name? Oh, Liverpool TNT. Promotion. T- I was going to say, uh, TNT <laughs> have announced their next show at Project X, this time with the highlight on the heavyweights at Flawless Victory. This will take place on August 24th and Camp in Furness. Uh, TNT are also looking for local bands based in the Northwest England to play at their annual Extreme Fields show. So if you're in a band or know someone that is, then get in touch with them on Twitter at TNT Wrestling. Aye, do yeah. it. Um, we're going to the GCW, GCW weekender, baby. You're excited I can't for that one, wait are you, boy? to see spooky dust and light tubes and barbed wire. And <laughs> oh, yeah, you've not oh. been to a death match before, have you? No, but you're I, a massive death match fan. I am a massive death match advocator. <laughs> I'm yeah. all for the spooky dust. I'm all for it. <laughs> the spooky dust. I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> Three days of just garbage wrestling. Garbage In quotation marks. <laughs> oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, I, I love the garbage wrestling, so it's not garbage to me, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's on when is that again september is it like september 15th, 15th, 15th 16th, 16th, 17th, 17th yeah Thur- thursday friday saturday a tnt oh. show to begin with and then a gcw show on the second day and then a combination on the third can't wait mate cannot oh, wait your I'm boys gonna... your boys up vip as well yeah about eight of us in a group Aye, we're all, all together all the man oh, down. i'm i'm gonna be like a tripod so erect for three days straight <laughs> Christ alive. <laughs> oh, right. I'm moving on. Stop that. Enough of that. Uh, Aramis has had to pull out of PWG 19. Uh, he'll be replaced by Titus Alexander, and Alexander will face Shane Haste. Uh, I don't know of any of those people. Uh, Shane, Haste, Shane Haste is um, Shane Thorne or Slapjack. Oh, I forget he's changed his name. Yeah, isn't Slapjack. Slap nuts. Slap nuts. Who's <laughs> Slapjack? Aye. It is Slapjack. He's Slap... Aye. Yeah, aye. he was part of the Mighty Don't Kneel with... Um, yes. Yeah, Nick, yeah. What's his name? Nick Miller. Nick Miller, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah fair enough. Cool. Uh, next up, Fightful. This is what I'm here to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what people are interested in. Fightful claims that Ricky Steamboat was open to wrestle at Ric Flair's last match, uh, but his asking price was extremely high and the deal could not be reached. Based on how Ric Flair has been talking about him on his podcast, speculation is Jay Lethal will be one of the Nature Boys' opponents at Ric Flair's last match. Um, Hang on. One of his opponents? How many well, matches does he fucking have? No, no, no. no, no. It will probably be like a tag match or a six-man tag because no. you cannot have Ric Flair in the ring in a for one more on than one. two minutes or he <laughs> will have a heart attack. <laughs> Got to protect him at all costs. Well, I say that, yeah. Ric Flair's going to get that hot tag and woo and helicopter everywhere. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Woo and helicopter and just throw a load of dollar signs and go... It's okay. That's true. <laughs> Is that all you've got to say on that? Or have you only got anything constructive? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, Ricky Steamboat's money is going to be high. It's Ricky fucking it's Steamboat. It's Ricky fucking Steamboat. What were you expecting to get pay him with? Chocolate buttons. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're trying to make people pay 175 quid on fight for that weekend bundle. Fuck off. What? Go on Fight TV and go Ric Flair's last match bundle. And it's like 170 a, a hundred, pounds. 175 for the wrestling show, Starcast, which is like interviews and stuff, and um the roast of Ric Flair, which is a half an hour program of people taking the piss of Ric Flair, but probably not about helicopter and court <laughs> and all that. Because you're not allowed that. But wow. Yeah, 175 quid on Fight Fire. That's appalling. One show, 
star cast, which fair enough is interviews, but it's interviews. Fuck that. Yeah, 175 quid. Jesus. And I'm pretty sure the show on its own is ridiculous money as well, like 40 quid or something. Absolutely no chance. So so why would Ricky Steamboat look at that and go, I want more money? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder what gave him the inkling of wanting more money, but never mind. Uh, right, last bit of news for the week. GCW owner Brett Lauderdale announced on the PWP Sorry, PW Ponderings podcast that GCW are working towards a subscription network and have held discussions with major players. What do you reckon to that, mate? I I, I assume this is my one for GCW, obviously. Well, GCW is your thing, isn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It would make life a lot cheaper and a lot easier (laughs) rather than forking out like 20, 25 quid every second weekend. Every second shows. weekend? Every second weekend. That it's a, it's, it averages out every second weekend. You have a Saturday and Sunday show. Fucking hell. Every fortnight, and it's about 20, 25 quid for the bundle. That's a lot, isn't it? I, 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 once you add it up over the year, it's a lot of yeah. money. So if if they do have a subscription pod, uh, thing, mm. a network, that you're getting those shows if they do it network price like a tenner or 15 quid maybe or mm. whatever it is in dollars whatever they do i think it's uh, like i think i think it's a tenner so i think it's a nine dollars 99 yeah if you work it out for the month it'll still be like at least half the price yeah of yeah. what you're paying on fight now mm-hmm. and then gcw are going to get all the money from it yeah they're not giving any to fight either that's it exactly so yeah. it helps the fans it helps them I don't see any problem with it whatsoever. I don't, see how, I don't see how there's anything bad about that at all. Mm. Yeah. I'd, I'd happily pay it monthly to get it, my stuff, half the price. And odds are they'll probably put other promotions like LA, LA Fights and JCW. Yeah. They're, uh, they're breeding shows, essentially. They're NXTs. Mm. Uh, one's, right, West right. Coast, one's West Coast, one's East Coast. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you do get them free on YouTube, but you'd have you more under one umbrella in it you would rather have it all there you know exactly what you're mm. looking for and uh, they would probably get interviews and all the other stuff as well yeah so I, I, cool. I as an as an avid follower of gcw i'd happily pay for it awesome it's a no-brainer for a fan yeah good so. stuff i hadn't watched uh any gcw up until probably in fact, it was this year, it was Mania Weekend, and they had the collective one, didn't they, where it yeah. was just three days of just wall-to-wall wrestling, and there was something for everyone there. Yeah. That was what was really cool about it. And I was saying earlier about progress, kind of rekindling my love for for, for wrestling in the last few months. Watching that collective weekend by, J, uh, by GCW uh, very much did the same thing, because you, you forget when you kind of watch the same product over and over again week in week out that there's more to wrestling than, than just what they're showing you and we always say it, and a lot of people say it, wrestling is a variety show isn't it and and the collective was very much that yeah. um if you're a wrestling fan you'd be hard pushed to find something that you you didn't it, like like you you would find something from that weekend that you liked even like if you, everything wasn't for you there's something you could pick from that that you yeah. go, yep i love that like you see the difference of the like i'm um, Obviously, we just spoke about Ric Flair's bundle being like 175 quid. Yes, I did pay 120 pound for a GCW weekend. That was three days. There was that like was 12 25. shows. Yeah, yeah. It was 12 four-hour shows, three yeah. four-hour shows yeah. a piece. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really, really good. Like, and I think I watched Spring all Red, of them. Bloodsport. I watched all of them, bar I think the very last one, because mm. it was nine o'clock in the morning in the uk you're absolutely burnt out <laughs> i was so burnt out it happens every year we do this podcast and you realize that i go missing for a week straight after many a weekend <laughs> it happens every single year just needs to recover <laughs> <laughs> i just go quiet and don't speak to Radio anyone. silence <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's as you say it's exciting news for uh 
GCW fans, and even if you, you don't know of them, um, if they're going to be putting on a subscription service that's cheap and accessible, just try it for a month. I'm sure you'll find something in there that you I'm enjoy. I'm sure they'll give out a free trial for the first yeah. month or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome news. Uh, and on that, we will end this week's news episode. Uh, thank you, as always, again, for joining us. We do appreciate it. We also appreciate your support and all of our social media outlets, which, if you don't already, please do give us a, a follow, a thumbs up, a like, all of this stuff, uh, and a subscribe. You can do so by searching for Untitled Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can also find us on Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you next week, guys, for some more wrestling news. In the meantime, do check out our other reviews, uh, uh, NXT, AEW. Uh, you mentioned earlier on, going to be doing a review of Forbidden Door this week. So give that a listen. Let us know what you thought. And we'll catch you next week. All the best, guys. Bye-bye. The, the lesson to learn is don't, don't go bringing women into your limousine privately because five law firms will be after you. For fuck's sake. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House. <laughs>